This week on Lazy Hollywood, we'll be looking at the ring to continue our Halloween horror month because Daddy loves horses. Okay, welcome to another edition of Lazy Hollywood. You've got myself, Paul, you got Smiler, Doug, and Nick. Um, first of all, the intro track you heard there was Repair to Ruin. Search them out on Twitter and iTunes, downloads. A few of their songs are pretty cool. Indeed. Um, yeah. Indeed. Woo! Woo! Yeah, all with no commas, just straight out there. That was ball. <laughs> um, Nick, when did the original come out? 1998. When did the horses come out? They came out in 2002. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that was uh, the beginning. I just want to start, really. I mean, I've, I've made notes again this week. I've actually made notes this week as well, for a change. Ringu, not to get confused with um, Pingu. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was literally about to say that. You stole the words out of my mouth. No, you don't. No, you weren't. I, was, I know, I, you were going to see that, Nick. You were trying to steal the limelight, yeah. Pingo Pingo, it rhymes. No shit. It does. Yes. <laughs> I, thought the, um, I thought the music was quite scary. What, in the original? Yeah, I just want to point out, I didn't watch um, this with subtitles. <laughs> because he can speak Japanese. <laughs> well, no, I just, I wanted to see if it was scary without knowing what's going on. I see. And did that work out? Um, I was confused. <laughs> I was confused. That's why I'm talking about the music. <laughs> there will be a lot of focus on the music, from okay. my opinion, on this film. Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, uh, Michael, what was your take on the music? Music I... would... Yeah. Nick, Nick, I've made it quite clear this is all I've got to add to this okay. review, so don't Pass give it to, to someone else straight away. Yeah! Just <laughs> because I've... Just because I pulled up Pingo before you, you're getting all awkward. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was definitely going to say it as well, though. Mm. I just want to put that there. Yeah, I'm sure you were, my love. If I need to read my mind. <laughs> and cut me out and just have you going, oh yeah, Pingo. Maybe. Right, so we get this uh, lovely film started. Go for it. Go for it. You ready? Yes. Go for it. So... Uh, Ringu, obviously. It is the original from 1998. So it starts out with um, a couple of schoolgirls watching baseball. Uh, a bit strange, but you know. Um, and they basically start talking about uh, some people who apparently watched this video recording and a few days later they died. And one of the schoolgirls basically um, is a bit worried because it was her she was talking about. Mm. And they basically start talking about the video and what happened, the fact they got a phone call, which was a big thing. And as they're kind of discussing and playing about uh, the phone rings and they leave, and it, the, per, the, the person on the other end of the phone was really, really patient because that phone rang for ages. Because yeah. <laughs> they were too scared to answer it, so they, they left it for like a couple of minutes. It was just ringing, ringing. It turns out it's one of the girls' mums just asking if they're okay. Yeah. So they, they kind of burst out laughing. Um, as you see the clock also, it's coming up to 10 o'clock. Uh, one of the friend, uh, friend goes upstairs to uh, the toilet and uh, the girl kind of gets a drink out the fridge and the TV turns on by itself. And obviously as she goes over to turn it off, 
and uh, it turns it off, off. And as she's going back into the room to get a drink, it turns uh, turns on again. She kind of looks around, and she basically just screams, and that's kind of that scene. Yeah, so something obviously came out towards the TV towards her, right? Yes, that's yeah. what's meant. That's what was meant to be portrayed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah see, that that's that's the good thing about having the um the translation because my interpretation <laughs> scene was there were two girls watching baseball. <laughs> yeah. There was a conversation happened. The phone rang. They didn't want to answer the phone. I didn't quite understand why. Yeah. They picked it up. They laughed at whoever was on the phone. Put the phone down. One disappeared. Didn't know where she went. The other one to the fridge, TV come on, TV went off, TV come on, TV went off, and she died. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sort of on, this is basically clarifying that I can, I can get through this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a bit of a major thing about explaining the whole seven days thing that I might not have picked up on, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm good. Oh, Sorry, Nicholas. Okay. All right. Um, continue. Yeah, continue, bro. Okay. Yeah, this is exciting. I'm learning is, about this film. Okay. So the next scene, you're in a like a uh, restaurant cafe kind of thing with a couple of schoolgirls, uh, some news presenter, and a cameraman, and they're basically talking about the video. Uh, it's basically a rumor going around, and she's obviously investigating uh, about what happened with the video, and she basically says. Um, a car, someone died in a car. Uh, one of the schoolgirls says in the interview, someone died in the car. So she goes back to her office and starts investigating more. Uh, she talks to her colleagues about it, and then she looks, as she's leaving, she looks through the newspaper, because that's one of the girls mentioned it was a newspaper. And lo and behold, in Japanese text, which Paul uh, probably didn't understand when it zoomed in, in the subtitles it says, a 19-year-old boy and a 17-year-old girl are found dead in a car. Hmm. <laughs> Probably I, I feel like my version here was much more diverse, but I didn't give age. <laughs> yeah. That's the purity. That I didn't I give anything, to be fair. <laughs> someone's uh, dead, Nick. Someone's dead. Did you know someone died in that interview? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Fucking clue. Did you know what that interview was about? I didn't know what I was watching. Two people in a calf. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, uh, after she reads the news article, she gets uh, one of her colleagues to research it further because she has to rush home because she's left her child by herself by himself sorry turns out she's not kind of she's not I mean she's an okay mum in this but she's kind of a bit I don't know she likes to leave her child alone a lot <laughs> she's uh, kind of a long line story throughout the whole film yeah she gets home and she um she basically has to get dressed uh, a boy a little boy is about probably about six seven would you say about that he's pretty young isn't he yeah he was a little kid yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, got our clothes out ready, so he's pretty well, pretty mature I mean, for his age. I, I just want to, um, I just want to say, I don't want to touch on bad parenting. Yeah, but he might have left him, but another kid was thrown down a well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. She didn't throw him down a well. I mean, let's look at it. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't want to ruin the story, but another kid has been thrown down a well at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was quite a lot of bad parenting in both films, to be fair. And through lack of translation, I don't actually know why. <laughs> we'll get to that. I'll, I'll help you out. Thank you. Sorry. Okay, right. So basically, after that, she gets dressed in uh, the kind of wearing all black, kind of smartly dressed, because they are heading to a funeral of the uh, girl that died in the open scene. Was she related in this one? Was it the cousin again? No, it wasn't no. an aunt. I don't think. I don't think it was an auntie it this time. It was just a uh, kind of a, a family friend, as it were. Okay. Yeah. As far as I could tell, um, I may have missed something, but. Yeah, but it's basically she leaves the kid with uh, 
her dad that's at the funeral as well. Um, the kid and the uh, person who died were kind of friends. They used to play together in their room. And um, the mum kind of goes out and starts investigating, talking to people who were there. And basically, one of the people, the kitchen staff says, like, they, they her heart stopped, they don't know why. Uh, then no one opens a coffin, they don't know why. Basically, kind of very suspicious, the police investigated. As that's happening, the kid goes upstairs and kind of looks around her room. Uh, Mom finds him upstairs. She goes, uh, he gets the son to go down. She gets a phone call from uh, the guy who was helping her to find out what school those kids in the car died mm. from. Uh, so she finds out what that is. And then as she goes out uh, of the funeral, she hears over here some schoolgirls talking about the deaths, uh, about how four of them went to this cabin, watched a video, they all end up dying at the same time, pretty much. And then um, next scene is where the uh, reporter... I don't even know her name in this. What is her name? I don't remember. Paul. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for my um, traditional name of Cassandra that I throw out most weeks. Rico, I, mean, I think. That's how you pronounce it. Hmm. R-E-I-K-O. Rico? Arika, Rico, Arico. Well, it's not that. That sounds Rico sounds more Latin. Yeah, that's Arico. So, like, I don't think that's. I don't think we're pronouncing it right. Anyway, that, that's her name. What the kid's name? No, the mum. No, the mother. Oh, the mum's name. Rico. 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 The one that's R E I K O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rico. 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 Okay. We've made progress. But she's called by the last name. Because that's yeah. the custom in Japan. What was yeah, her last name? Asakawa. 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 Oh, yeah, it was Asakawa. Yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, going back to watching the film, yeah, in the subtitles, that did come up a lot, huh? Asakawa. <laughs> Asakawa, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's something up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, Asakawa and a colleague are looking through the uh, video evidence of the uh, two school children that were found dead in the car and as the police opens it up the body falls out and you just see their face kind of wide open kind of kind of died screaming i suppose that face would pull kind of frightened to death as it basically says later twisted on twisted in, in fear twisted in fear there you go does it say that in the film twisted in fear <laughs> it says in wikipedia <laughs> fair enough <laughs> uh, twisted in fear um yeah anyway so yeah, this this whole film takes place in Tokyo. Really? It does indeed. Apart Tokyo from when, Metropolis. Apart from when they but go no, to the islands. I swear it goes to Izu or something. Itsu. Yeah, yeah, that's part of Tokyo. Yeah, is it? That, that's the island go, they go to, right? Itsu. Is that yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the island. The Itsu Islands. Yeah, that's right, yeah. They're still part of Tokyo. Yeah. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah, because the uh, remake kind of went all over the place, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't know it was all in Tokyo, but... Fun fact for you. Um, yeah, so they're basically, after she looks for the evidence, she basically goes to the daughter's uh, mum's house, who is kind of very, uh, she's grieving, she's kind of emotionless, her mum, uh, which they kind of change in the remake. Um, she basically goes up into her room, has a look around, and she finds a note on the uh, desk, and it's for um, some photos. So, mm-hmm. and as she looks at the note, mum com- uh, comes in, kind of. <sighs> Goes up and says, "This is where I found her," and it kind of, kind of uh, has a flashback of the um, daughter with a 
What was it? Twisted Fear Face or something? Fear mm-hmm. Face. Twisted in Fear. Twisted in Fear. The face twist, twisted in Fear. Yeah. And then the mum basically collapses on the floor and starts crying. Um, after that, the, uh, the reporter goes to get the uh, the photos uh, printed. And as she's looking through the photos, she sees one where all their faces are blurred. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, they sh- in the remake, they kind of they redo that as well. Um. So next scene is when uh, the mum's basically cooking for her son. Uh, she says, I might be home late tonight. He says, okay. Um, as that she happens... cooking noodles. Cooking noodles, yes. Which she leaves in ramen. the Ramen. Was it not ramen? Like, ramen. Get some ramen. Ramen, just noodle soup. <laughs> yeah. Instant so noodles. noodles. So it's noodles that she was cooking. Noodles. <laughs> instant noodles. Oh, what? Noodles <laughs> or instant noodles. noodles. <laughs> Either way, it was a type of noodles. Of course it was, it's Japan. <laughs> um, so yeah, as that happens, uh, the son basically says, uh, uh, Toriko, who is the girl that I'd watched the video, the cursed video. Yeah. So she was a bit strange because, uh, how would the son know that? And I think it explains it a lot better in the, in the remake because they go into the sun a lot more, whereas in this they kind of don't. But they go more towards the moon. Yes. <laughs> Definitely, Doug. Um, so as that happens, she basically goes off to where the cabin was and has a look around. Um, she basically sits down, turns the TV on and has a look, turns it on and basically just normal TV shows. She has a look for a book. She says something from a book. My dad is so fat and whatever. That was a bit strange. I <laughs> don't resemble it to the thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, next scene, she's just eating. Not much happens. Um, and then she goes to pay for her room, I presume. Um, oh, no, she doesn't actually. She... Um, because this is different from the remake. Uh, I think I like this scene better in the remake. But um, she she goes to the guy who owns the cabin site. And basically shows him a picture of the... He basically says um, he has looked for his diary to see anything strange happened that day. And as she's looking at the video cassette, she sees one in like a blank case. And she kind of gets a weird vision thing happen. Mm. Basically, she goes back to the cabin. She puts the tape in. And this is where the uh, strange stuff starts happening. The first image it is plays. seen. It plays, yes. Uh, first image you see is a moon, uh, kind of with clouds going off. Then you see a woman brushing her hair in a mirror. Then you see some Japanese writing moving, which is turns out to be eruption, which later mm-hmm. um, has some story involvement. Then the next image they show is some naked people crawling across the ground. They weren't just naked. Quickly. They weren't naked, were they? They, they weren't were naked. naked. Yeah. You, no, they weren't. You, you, you just completely made that. No, they're naked. Don't be, I know they fucking weren't. They were not naked. I would have recognised butt cheeks on the fucking... I, I saw butt cheeks. Are you sure? Yes. Why did I think I seen all black clothing? <laughs> no. Oh. No. I, I definitely didn't fucking... Because in the remake, that's also naked as well. Where are you... Pe- no. No, they're not naked. Are they naked? Yeah. I, I don't think they were naked. I can see yeah, see, a picture if you want. Yeah, I think it's just you. You are chatting. You, yeah, 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 this is in your imagination, bro. This is you. This is you, not me. There is nothing naked. You guys say this every week and I'm always proven right. No. <laughs> No, you're no, no, no. You're not always fucking proven, Poop. right? Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> You've got right so far is shitty pants. <laughs> thing. All right, I'll let you. I'll let you have this one, but I okay. can't. It's me. I would. I would be like, hey, fucking hell, look at them naked guys, man. That's what I would have said if I seen okay, it, and I didn't okay. see that. I'll, I'll, I'll re-interrupt um, my statement. To me, they appeared naked. They okay, might not that's have been. Better. To me, they did. Uh, Douglas, what were you yeah. going to say? I was going to say the relevance of the volcano is because there's an active volcano on the main island of uh, Itsu. Yes. 
So when she predicted that there was going to be an eruption, it had a lot more relevance to the people on the island, which is what made her like semi-famous on there, because yeah. it would have saved loads of people's lives. Yes. Because the uh, the volcano's in the middle of the island. Yep. Hey. Yeah, so uh, after that, I think this is one of the only images I didn't get quite in this weird video. Um, was the man on the water with a bag of cloth over his face pointing. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. that's the only bit I didn't get from, because I think in the remake, they kind of, they go in depth there. They explain the video a bit more. They go a lot yeah. more. They go a lot more in depth. But who knows? The second ring, the Japanese version, true, yeah. go more in depth yeah. to the video than the the um the second yeah. uh, the, the American. The yeah, yeah, yeah. But as each standalone film, the remake does go into it more. Yeah, as a standalone yeah. film, um, doesn't need to. Oh well, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um. Anyway, yeah, so the next scene was that uh, person pointing with a cloth over his face. Then it was uh, the eye, uh, kind of with um, Jap- was it a Japanese letter, wasn't it? It was Sado. Sado. Sa- I think, it, I think it was Sado or Sodo yeah. or something like that. It came, yeah. Which the again, name of the girl in it. Have got, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> okay, At this good. point, vis- visually, it looked like a good film. <laughs> That's good. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll switch over in a minute. Um, so yeah, Sada was the next thing. And then the, the, the last scene was it was very grainy. You couldn't really see it properly, but it was like a forest or some trees, and like a well. Mm. That was the last scene. And that, again, explained a bit more throughout the film. Uh, and basically, she's kind of a bit spooked or something. She's not too sure what to do. And then, of course, the phone rings. She basically uh, well, is scared to answer it. As she goes up, um, it basically it doesn't really say anything in this. It just makes a noise, from what I can remember. Because in the remake, it, it, she says something on the phone, but in this, it just made a weird noise, I believe. Yeah, it's made, made it's supposed noise. to be seven days. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. But yeah, it was. It didn't sound anything. It sounded like a weird noise. Because it was in Japanese. No, I, th- I think I think the reason why is because later in the like right towards the end, you find out. The girl who's doing this, without too many spoilers, she speaks a different language that, like, not a human language. So mm. I think that's probably what was coming through the telephone, possibly to explain a bit better. Um, then as she says, the she puts her phone down, she looks up at the clock, and it was like almost ten past seven. And she screams, "I've got one week!" And she basically uh, runs off for the video. You never hear the like in the the Japanese one whenever the the, the phone rang, they watch yeah. the phone. And where it says, oh, you got seven days or whatever, yeah. you never actually hear the voice on the phone, right? Yeah. And like the American one, you hear some little kid saying seven days. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, it's different. The two films are different, in fact, where in this film, the original, you only hear that voice in the cabin. Uh, that's the only phone you can hear it on. She mm. only rings that phone in the cabin. Whereas the American one, she can pretty much ring any phone. Oh, okay. Then... Yeah. She can only ring the cabin because. It's on a landline. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's so pretty much... Use a mobile phone. That's... That, the, I'm sorry. The, the whole tape thing and the phone's just bizarre because she'd have been old. Like, it would have been when having a phone was a nice commodity when she was a kid. It's strange, especially having a TV. The fact she's decided to use videotapes to curse people is bizarre. It is bizarre. 
And yeah, it's um, they don't. I mean, they explain it and they don't explain it, but we'll get to that. Um, I think this is a good time to switch to the American because already half an hour in the film. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because this uh, the original is about half an hour shorter than the American. Americans. Yeah, that's right. Because I thought I did feel like when every the Japanese one, whenever it went, it, it kind of got through the days quite quickly. It did, yeah. The dates. As the, the the American one, I was just like, oh my god, they're only on day three. Like, <laughs> come on, day yeah, four. Day they five, had a lot more. Stuff, yeah, you had more. They had a, they more had a lot time. more in the American one than they do in the Japanese one. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh, head over to the remake. Pretty much similar beginning. It cuts open. Two schoolgirls in bed. They're not watching baseball this time, and they're basically just talking about exactly the same as the original. Talking about wait, are they? They're talking about the electromagnetic pulses and radioactive waves from mobile phones and cellular phones and stuff like that. They're going scientific at the start. Well, well, or that I mean, one lying on the bed girl. is going scientific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other, the other girl's girl, like, I do not give a shit about any of this. <laughs> like whatever she's going on about. It was a very strange beginning. It didn't make much sense because. I don't know. Are they, aren't they talking about how it could have killed people and things like that? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. Although the other girl wasn't interested at all. No. <laughs> she doesn't care. <laughs> uh, but the, she doesn't watch the tape. That's very true. But um, as she basically goes rambles on about the scientific stuff. Uh, I mean, this intro annoyed me. It annoyed Why, me as well. There was just so many like fucking coincidences in there. <laughs> when they're just sitting there talking about all that stuff, and that's cool. But then she sort of starts going, oh, have you heard about a tape? She goes, what do you mean? He goes, apparently there's a tape. If you watch it, you die in seven days. Yep. And go, oh, how? who told you? I watched the tape. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm just talking about the tape. <laughs> And she goes, yeah, I watched the tape. Well, when? Well, it was the seventh day today. Yeah. In about an hour is when it happens. And it's just, it's it's a lot of coincidences. That's exactly the same as the Japanese version. Like, for scene for scene, yeah, it, I they... understand that. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally exactly the same as the Japanese version. Like... So I've got no problems with that. Because me, visually, it was lovely. You know? She was just trying to watch baseball with her mate and they were laughing at someone on the phone. <laughs> So I'm cool with that. This, I just thought, come on, love. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, she could have been like, oh, it's been seven days since you watched that tape. Nothing's happened. It's been eight days since you watched it. And she'd go, no, it actually stays day seven. And she goes, oh, fucking hell, today's day seven. <laughs> so just anything rather than, oh, have you heard the story about the tape? <laughs> and go, yeah, I was up in the cabin with old... Um, <laughs> What's this face? Yeah, fucking... Jerry. Jerry. Was it Jerry? I don't even know. I can't remember. <laughs> He was an important character. Yeah, so I don't know, it just annoyed me a little bit. Again, if you watch the subtitles of the Japanese version, it would have said exactly the same. So that would have annoyed me as well. But yeah, again, pretty much Paul explained the opening. They talk about it, the phone rings, they laugh. She goes up and kind of, uh, well, kind of... She, she probably goes to the toilet or something in this one as well. I don't remember. And uh, then it's a little bit different. Yeah, nicer fridge. Nicer fridge. In this, it's not a baseball show that comes back on. It's a status. It's a Japanese sports show. <laughs> that would be a thing. And no, it's basically just TV static. So it turns on once. She goes, runs, and turns it off with the remote. <coughs> and she's basically saying, oh, this is funny. What are you doing to her friend, basically? But she runs the next time. And she pulls the plug out. TV turns off. Then basically mm. she feels something move. And you kind of see a glimpse of something. Invisible. I know that sounds stupid, but you do. And uh, then the fridge opens by itself, so she slams. Never make any off. sense. Who? The glimpse of something invisible. 
<laughs> the statement doesn't make sense, but when you watch the film, it makes sense because you see an outline something that's invisible. Did that was is there, did it say that in the um, subtitles for the other version? No, I I said that, Paul. That was my okay. statement. Just just <laughs> clarify for people, Nick. That's all. No, I'm sorry. I'm anyway, of... so as she slams the fridge shut, she kind of turns around. She she looks upstairs because she's wondering where her friend is. So as she walks upstairs. From her room, she sees like water pouring out from the floor, from the gap under the door. So as she goes to investigate, she opens the door, and it cuts to the TV being on. The picture is an image of the uh, well, and her basically just screaming, and it cuts to static. I realize something strange, though. What? It just shows a difference in uh, American and Asian cultures. You know it's supposed to be in the evening that it all happens. In Japan, they saw the evening as 6 p.m. onwards. That's true. Whereas in America, it all happens at around 10. 10, yeah. So, which is when they see the evening as. Yeah, much later even. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yep. So um... Just trying to make it more interesting, Michael. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm just saying, where do you get this? Where do you, Dad, where do you get this knowledge, yeah? Because I've been to four places. I've been, I'm Asian. Let's clarify that, yeah. I've got Asian in me, yeah. And Doug's like, Doug's Doug. And <laughs> Doug's just coming out with all this stuff, right? And I'm not saying he's wrong, but that last bit you said was just, oh, bullshit, yeah. So... I'm trying to make shit interesting, right? I can make up facts <laughs> if I want. I'm not going to lie. I found that oh, a bit interesting. Oh, shit. But yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, that happened. Um, next scene is when... Uh... Well, that was different, that's what I'm saying. That's a large difference. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, go on, Next scene is when um I'm gonna I'm gonna check out the time difference between Japan and America now to okay. see if it's Well same. Japan's ten hours in front of us, right? Japan's like ten hours in front of the UK and That's depending good. on where in America you're talking about, the when East Coast is five hours behind and the West Coast is about eight hours behind. Okay. So do the yeah. do the math. Do what math? I don't know where they are in America. Yeah, you, there's no way you could work. Oh it's it. Seattle. It's no. Seattle, but no. Seattle, yeah, Seattle. So that's like the West. So they're eight hours behind the UK. So if they're eight hours behind the UK and Japan is ten hours in front of the UK, yeah. So they're obviously eighteen hours back. They're eighteen hours back. They're eighteen hours between them, ain't it? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) GMT minus seven. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There's what? Sorry. GMT is minus seven. Gimmet. Gimmet minus seven. Anyway, right, so. so yeah, Japanese people like to get an early night. Yeah, I think that's what we established from that segment. <laughs> yeah. So they can get up and cook ramen for their dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to lie though. When you're out in like the Asian countries, they do go like they do like to go sleep early compared with the Western world. We all like to sleep out four hours earlier. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ah. <laughs> this Japan is 13 hours ahead of Washington. Yeah. 13 hours. Which pretty much makes... Technology-based, they're 13 years ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Which pretty much makes 6 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Exactly. That's maths for you. Or in the Western world, in the Eastern world, they might actually know what maths is. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on. Do you know that nearly every region in Japan has its own variation of ramen? Do they? (laughs) I did know that. I do. Let's carry on. Let's carry on. Right, anyway, so next scene is when the uh, little boy starts drawing, which is a, a big thing in this, throughout this whole film. Which is a it's bit... good, Arthur. It was... this, is, this is school. 
Yeah, this is at school. When his mum appears to pick him up. And basically his teacher has a go at him. Uh, has a go at her. Well, she doesn't really have a go at her. She basically... She's worried because he's been drawing pictures of... Um, of basically his friend who was the girl that died similar to the uh, original. But yeah, mum basically said, yeah, she died three days ago. So that's why he's been drawing them. But then the teacher says he's, these are over a week old basically. So it's like... I don't feel that was ever really explained, was it? Um, not this really. is extra sensory abilities. Why yeah. this kid knew about something he didn't know about until he couldn't sleep and put on the TV because he couldn't sleep so he watched a fucked up video. <laughs> YouTube. That's what Please. I do when I can't sleep. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, it is a bit odd. Again, I'll, I'll try and explain it a little bit later. Yeah, when you sit there and you try and search on the internet for a fucking explanation, I'll run the bank. <laughs> Hey, I've already got my notes. We're good. Um, so yeah, basically they have that little discussion, blah blah blah. And she's basically driving her own. They're talking about stuff not really interesting. And um, it basically says something about again, like similar about them watching the tape. He goes to bed. It's really awkward. I felt like the mum and the child didn't really bond throughout the whole film, uh, character development wise. I think that was my biggest problem with this remake is the character development wasn't that great. Well, the character development in the Japanese one. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, the Japanese one was pretty good, but the, the American one was not that great. Anyway. I mean, we, know, we learned about Noah. Yeah, but... Noah! Noah. Mm. Noah, Noah. He comes in soon, doesn't he? He's a dick. You don't like Noah? <laughs> well, he, he tried to give you a old call for school, didn't he? Like, oh, I'm not bothered about this tape. It's probably nothing. Where are you now, Noah? Where are you now? Actually, I prefer the dad character in the Japanese version. He seemed a bit more on it. Exactly. Yeah. Again, I don't know what you're saying. But <laughs> well, he, who, well, who was he? He was he was a professor, right? He was the a school professor. Yeah, the school professor. Ryuji. Was it? Yeah. Ryuji <laughs> Tagiyama. The Saint Tekken, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like as the the Noah in this was what was he like some video expert whatever what was he a video analyst uh, yeah there you go yeah yeah just um yeah yeah so yeah he was but yeah some university professor guy and in this again like you said he's just some video analyst working which is more suiting for the vi- for the film I yeah, think. yeah 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 uh, it flows a <coughs> or a coincidence or a coincidence yeah. I think it's just something they wanted to do. Um, next scene is when she's basically looking for her clothes. You can't find them, but again, the boy. What is the boy's name? We must have the boy's name. Is it Aiden? Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I know it's us. Yeah, it's Aiden. That boy was fucking weird in the film, man. He ah, uh, he he was special. He had. I don't know what was wrong with him. He, he thought he was alright. He acted pretty well. Are you being serious? You thought he was alright? You think that was just a normal eight-year-old, however old the old kid that was? He was fucking weird. That's yeah, a, I that's... think there's problems going on between his parents, and I think he's had to grow up very fast by but himself. He's basically had to grow up by I... himself. Yeah. He's sorting <laughs> out a little dress for her. He's getting himself ready in a suit and doing up his tie and everything. Yeah. He was just a dick. <laughs> I, well, you thought Noah was a dick. I thought this little boy was a dick. Right? How about that? You don't like Noah, I don't like this fucking dick. Right. I as an actor I liked him. I think he played a did a really good well. Role he was film. creepy. He was creepy as that, shit. That was the point. He's meant to be like um not necessarily not, not necessarily possessed, but kind of He had abilities as well. He had abilities, yeah. He could sense and talk to 
things beyond this world, basically. Okay. They, they were related, weren't they? Yeah, 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 they were cousins. They were cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cousins, so basically could sense each other in the afterlife. Yeah. Um, it's like the sixth sense, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think you just described that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that, the, turns out the boy had a dress ready for her. So again, they go to the funeral um, of the woman, that girl that died. Rachel. Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Katie. Katie. Rachel was her friend. And uh, as the mum and sister were talking to each other, kind of the dad's kind of a bit, well, grieving bad, basically. He's Pussy. <laughs> uh, so they basically go along about how, you know, you were two were close, your boy was close, do you know anything? She's basically like, no, say anything. Then she basically goes outside to have a cigarette, and she, again, pretty much like the original... She talks to some girls and gets a bit more information out of them about how they watched a video. Some of the friends died. Or they say one friend died because that guy popped in. It was a bit weird. I never saw her again. Explaining that he didn't never watch the video. It's the video that's causing the deaths. Uh, yeah. and I mean, it's when it where it just spun around and there's some guy on the bench. <laughs> yeah. So looks up and goes, there's a video that killed him. <laughs> yes. It was very much like that. Um, so as that's happening, Noah... No, sorry, not Noah. <laughs> Aiden uh, walks up the stairs. He sees the like water damaged floor in the room. Kind of goes into the room. Has a little look around. Kind of stares at TV. Mum walks in. Again, uh, Mum then starts looking at uh, through her stuff. She finds like a picture book, and she realises like all the um, faces have been scribbled out for some reason. And uh, then she finds a um, a photo ticket thing similar to the one in the Japanese original about some photos that need to be processed. So basically she goes to the shop, exactly that Japanese one, looks for the photos, finds out where the cabin was through the photos. And on one of the last pictures, um, the faces are blown out of all of them, all the four teenagers that all pretty much died. And in the next scene is when she looks through the newspapers and finds out when all the uh, teenagers died and they she finds out oh, they all died at 10pm. Yeah. Then she goes back to the office. Uh, she's working and... Uh, Believe a boss comes over saying you're fired or something. Fired. Yeah. Yep. But she completely ignores it. <laughs> she's like, yeah, no. I was impressed with that. It's like you're fired. She's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. She goes, no, you are fired. She goes, I'm not. Yeah. And he's just like, why aren't you? She goes, well, because I've done a really good story right now. So yeah. go away. He's like, okay. And I thought, wow. And there's not much she could say to that, really. Yeah, I just thought she just completely just. Um, Dismissed him. Really? She, yeah, she did a good job. So I say, keep your job, everyone. <laughs> fire, just come. No, no. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on something really good right now, and that will play. Yeah. Yeah, but basically, she rang up uh, someone else looking to see what time the other teenager died, and it turns out it was 10 p.m. Uh, next scene is when she goes, she drives to the cabin, and she walks up into like the uh, front office, as it were, and there's a guy playing cards, which is a bit strange. I suppose he was a friendly character. So, as she wanted to book in and find out what happened to the teenage what room they were in he was basically doing a car trick um don't think this has any relevance to the film really Who? i mean the only i suppose the only relevance this has to the film is don't know if it's a throwback to the original in one of the cut scenes uh one of the flashbacks in the original they go to where the mum of the daughter who apparently has powers we'll get to that a bit later but she's basically guessing the right letters or or phrases through some sort of test I don't know yeah. if that's a throwback to this scene. Him trying to guess cars right, but we'll never know. But again, now she's renting a room, she looks at the videos and she sees this one videotape that's by itself. And instead of asking for it, she just pops in a bag without anyone without asking. She was, if that was nice thing, she just asked for the video, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Well, you said they were there for the room so anyone could have them. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know why she's got to be so sneaky about it. 
Yeah, because in the original, she asked the guy for it and he gave it to her. Yeah, I don't know why they changed that. I just think this guy would have done the same, to yeah, be honest. He seemed a friendly guy. Enjoyed his car. Exactly. I feel in also in the remake at this point of the film, the, the, the where the cabins are is a lot more creepier and more atmospheric. It, it feels it feels more like a horror film because yeah. the cabins run down and everything. Then as you walk into the cabin, it cuts to the sun coming down. It's just a giant tree now, but we'll get back to that a bit later. And uh, basically, she's sitting in the cabin. She's thinking about it. The sun's going down. She put she puts the videotape into the uh, the, uh, the, the, the the cassette the VCR player and it starts playing and the first image is basically a ring basically you see um a they, ring n- no <laughs> a ring basically they show it later i won't spoil it yet so yeah first image is a ring then it cuts the static then it's kind of uh flowing water with redness so blood in water basically then it cuts to an empty chair then it cuts to like some hair with lines going through it then it cuts to the woman brushing her hair then it kind of flicks over to a girl then it I comes this tape I prefer this tape. I think I prefer this tape because during the film they kind of go more in depth of how each scene was explained. I think that's what I prefer. Yeah, yeah. And they like use it. the tape a lot more in this as well because we find out later with the fly and everything. Um, next scene is the guy in the, the room, kind of looking out of the room, the window. The scene after that is the kind of um, coastal scene with a fly on the screen. Next scene is a mouth with something spewing out of it. That was a bit strange. Mm. Then it's like the fingernail coming off from putting your finger uh, putting your finger on an hour and pushing it through that was a bit disgusting then you had like maggots then you had like hundreds of naked bodies wriggling around <laughs> I was going to see if yeah. you were going to mention that or not <laughs> but okay cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> very strange <clears throat> I wonder how they actually filmed that because they must have filmed it for this film yeah yeah Funny, it is, yeah, that that did make much sense. <laughs> then you had the rocking chair with a cup of water and a centipede running. Then you had like a goat. Then you had some fingers in a box. There were mm. seven fingers in the box, which represented one for each day. Yeah, no. Then you had the the tree on fire. Then you went skip back to the woman who was brushing her hair. Kind of looks at you. Chairs upside down. There's a ladder on a wall. Yeah. Uh, there's horses dead in kind of by the coast. Then you well, see it had a, everything basically. Yeah. Then you see a woman jump off. Ladder fall down. Last scene you've seen is the uh, well again, which is a bit more clear in this film because it's not too grainy. Yeah. Then her eyes go strange and she's like, oh no, what to do? Then obviously the phone rings. She picks it up and what happens? What does it say, guys? Do you remember? Um, Seven days. Seven days. Seven days. So she slams the phone down, runs outside, then it cuts to day one. Yeah. I mean, it was. It just wasn't surprising, was it? You sort of knew exactly what was going to happen, really. I mean, it's very, very similar to. Uh, the original, sorry. Very, very similar. Yeah, it's just, it's just there, and it? It's just done. Boosh. Paul, did you watch the original or the remake first? Uh, the original, yeah. I suppose this film would, if you if you didn't watch subtitles, it probably would have made more sense if you watched the remake first than the original, because <laughs> you would, cause the beginnings were so similar, you kind of would understand what was going on. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've seen both these films before. Oh, yeah. And when I watched it before, I did watch it with subtitles. So you, you kind yeah. of already knew what's going on. Kind of. yeah. I mean, it's it's not, it's not the hardest. Oh, no, it's pretty, simple. it's pretty simple to follow film to sort of like get it's kind of like quite self-explanatory so i was in the hunt although i, I realized this is the first time i've watched both films i didn't realize i have never seen both films but like because i didn't what? remember any of it so first time watching them see um anything else to add for the two opinions things before we switch back to the ream uh, original Buzz yeah no uh, seriously nothing really to um add i mean they're both pretty um straightforward at this point aren't they yeah kind of just the 
slow build up to it, it is you're just kind of sitting there just waiting for it all to um happen yeah. yeah it's got a little bit interesting the fact <coughs> he's answered it she shouldn't have yeah little video clip which made no little sense video clip. yeah we're in <laughs> we're in the film so uh so he's um again he's boxing to his dad he doesn't realize his dad he walks around him um who is the boss's name in this film it's um what well, the kid or the dad the dad is uh, it Ryuji 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 Takeyama Yes. So Raiji is um, going up to his ex-wife's uh, apartment, and he basically she called her around to look check this video out because she's worried. So he basically the dad talks about his son, where how's he doing in school and all that, uh, pretty much. Then she asks him what's he doing. I was like, I teach at university now. Just getting to. It seems they like haven't talked to each other in a while. Um, then out of nowhere, she basically says, "Take my picture." So he. Face uh, blurry. Yes. It wasn't as blurry in this film as it was in the remake, though. They had, in the remake, they had a lot more blur to the faces. They had a bigger budget for blur. That is very true. I think they just had a bigger budget in general. <laughs> Which seems to be a fashion, not being horrible to the Japanese films, but in all these Hollywood remakes, they always seem to have more budget for their special effects. Well, the new one that's coming out in 2017 yep. has a smaller budget. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Strange for films nowadays. Yeah, you usually don't get sequels that have a smaller budget. I suppose there hasn't been one in... There hasn't been a ring in the wild, has there? When there was last ring, it was ring two, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, it's following the story. 2005, so that's... Well, that's like... 11 years, 11 man. years. 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> 11 years. <laughs> I wanted to say 12 years for some reason, but we're not in 2017 yet. <clears throat> yeah. But, you know, so yeah, that was 11 years ago, so... It's strange that they're making a sequel after all this time. Mm. I, I think it'll be interesting. I think they've got a lot of challenges with the sequel. Yeah. I I mean I'll definitely watch I'll definitely watch it. I'll probably watch the Ring Two American version again. Well, I'll think I'll watch it first time before I go and see this because I can't. I don't even know what happens in the Ring Two. I'm not gonna lie. I remember it being. Yeah. Does it follow the same characters or is it completely different? Yeah. It doesn't have the same actresses and actors in, does it? I thought it did. Did it? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it did. All I remember is a scene on a with a. Was it this one where the boat, where the horses went crazy on the boat? Yeah, it was this one. Yeah, it was this one. <clears throat> yeah, I don't remember anything about the second one then. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it does have the same people in it. Yeah, I thought that was in the second one. No, that yeah, that was that was later on in the first one. That's probably why it's so fresh in my memory. But yeah, anyway, yeah. we can uh, talk about this. Is a, I didn't realize it's such a big franchise, uh, the Ringu. Like, obviously, they've had the American spin-offs. They've oh. also had. TV show. Obviously, this all started with a novel, mm-hmm. and they've also had a, a Korean remake as well. They remade it in Korea. That, that mm. was shit, though. Wasn't yeah. It? Not that only was... that. Sorry, Paul. Now, what was it? Was it called the Curse of? The, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the Ring. Yeah, that's the Ring old Virus. Old. It's called. Yeah, that's really, really bad. <laughs> oh, it's basically like them doing it, but without trying to get them in trouble for making it. <laughs> Kind of like a rough copy, I suppose. Yeah, it's just it's just tragic. Not only that, they've had a prequel to The Ring, uh, The Ring O Birthday. Yeah. They've had two video games. They have video games of The Ring, really? Yeah, two video games. What happens if you don't watch the tape in the video game? <laughs> yeah. I suppose they force you to watch it in the cutscene, probably. You just choose not to watch it, and you just go on there, and just, that's it. Well, one's a uh, a video game visual novel, um, so that's basically just watching the whole thing. Yeah. And the other one was for the Dreamcast, which yeah, was cool. a survival horror game. Cool. Uh, yeah, so those are the TV show. Those had, oh my god. Hans Zimmer did the music in it. Yep. That's mad. I know, he's everywhere. I love him. Um, 
So they also had The Ring vs. The Grudge. That's another film they had. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre, isn't it? I think they're basically some girls watch the old um, tape, yeah. and then they um, end up running to the grudge house. Yeah. And I think you have both things trying to kill these people and end up fighting. Yeah. I think that's what I can gauge from um, these bits. And then after that, in uh, Japan, they had a sequel to Razen. So it's so strange to say that you've got Ringo, which is the first film, which is the prequel. That was made in 2000. Then you've got The Ring. Then you've got Razen, which was the sequel to Ring 2. It was released at the same time in the cinemas over in Japan. Then you've got the actual Ring 2. Then you've got Sadako 3D, which is a sequel to the previous film. Then you've got Sakadu 3D 2, which is a sequel to that. So there's basically a lot of film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, let's get on to the film we're talking about. Um, so basically, he takes the picture of her. She's look, and they, like, like I said earlier, or someone said earlier, the, the face was blurry. So she gets up, goes outside, and he starts watching the video. And he's basically uh, saying, the, you know, it's the student... Well, in the remake, it's assumed that it's like the home video, so I made this, is not the right. Uh, next scene is she's going... She made a copy of the video, and she's looking through it to see if she can find more detail. Then she, as she's looking at the video, she basically sees, like, a, a hand pop out or something of the well. And um, it's pretty much that scene. Next scene is something I didn't understand, is when um, the father character, Reiju, um, was out sitting on a bench drawing or writing something. Mm. Then it goes weird, and these this girl kind of walks up to him. I, I, I didn't get that scene. I don't know why. It was strange. It's like, who are you? Do you do... It's like, it's like he's almost got some sort of sense like the boy has in the remake. He does. Well, yeah, he says it later on. He can, he can go things. Beating yeah. up the old person is my mm. favourite part of the film. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so after that, he says, he's just meant to meet up with the girl, uh, the woman. He says, sorry, and it goes back to their apartment. And they basically um, watch the video tape again, kind of go through bits, try and pick pieces out which they can identify. As that's happening, his student walks in. And, because um, they'll see in the remake, that's not his student, that's his girlfriend. Big difference. Um, so they go off, and for some reason it cuts to her solving up, changing a maths question, which isn't that really relevant. Mm. Um, so then again, they go back to the, which I can assume is the TV studio, and they, uh, they're going through the film again, they're picking out clues, and it, what was the, the line, the goblin line? Does anyone remember that? What they said? Yes, I do. Ooh, what was that, Doug? Frolicking brine, goblins be thine. Yeah. Hey. That is, well, yes. Like that is what I said. Go out to sea, you're killed by monsters. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, so that happens. So next, she's at home watching TV. She gets a phone call from the guy who says, yeah, they're on this island. Mm. So they're looking through uh, newspapers in the library, trying to find out more information. Then she rings up her um, kid saying, I won't probably be late tonight again. Sorry. Then they were, then they found a news article about the, the volcano erupting. The eruption. So then they talk about, oh, you've got four days to live, so I'm gonna go out and find what happened. So then she basically drops her kid off to the granddad. Well, she doesn't um, drop him off though. She stays with him for the night, doesn't she? Yeah. That's where she catches him watching the video, and then yeah. she's like, "What are you doing?" And then he's like, "Oh, uh, Tomoko told me to do it." And then of course that's the dead cousin. So then she's like, "What?" And that's where you kind of figure out, oh, that kid's got a bit of a supernaturality to him. Yes. Yeah. And then she's like, oh shit, like, now she's like, I can't just settle with me dying, I'm not going to let my son die. Mm. So she decides to go and get to Ryuji and go and find that island. 
because they find out it's on that uh, Itsu Oshima island. Yep. Which has a, a um, massive okay. volcano. Yeah. yeah. So they head over there and then they go to a, what was it, a hotel? Well, yeah, just before uh, she heads over there, um, as she's with the granddad, just, sorry, uh, one thing, um, as she's lying in bed, she wakes up and there's like an image next to her in bed, like this black figure that she's basically. But yeah, anyway, uh, after that, she get, again, they both go to, like Doug was saying, both go to this island. Itsu Oshima. Itsu Oshima. Massive volcano in. Um, and they basically uh, go to this hotel, which um, basically, as they go into it, the, the uh, guy senses something and he opens up the doors and sees the mirror from the video. And they kind of just weirdly look at each other. <laughs> yeah. All of them. <laughs> yeah, then, then, then the old guy appears, who I can't remember. Who is the, who old, is, guy. Who is the old guy in this? Was he... He's the... Um... Father? Was he the father? I think he must have. I don't know. Was he old enough to be the father? It was like 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh, maybe he, he didn't seem that old. Like, I know he's old in this, but he would have been... Because in the flashbacks, he seemed like in his 40s at least. Uh, yeah. I can't bother to figure uh, it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> oh, I can replay it if they want to find out. Oh, uh, no, it, it was an uncle. It was the uncle. 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 Uncle! Yeah, because it's the uncle and auntie that run the hotel. Jackie. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so basically, yeah. They so they, as the uncle appears, they basically rush to him and says, "Do you know what happened?" Yada yada. He basically dismisses them. And he basically says yeah. she never had a daughter. So yeah. as, well, yeah, as they're in their hotel room, <laughs> the, the what's her face comes in. She's like, "You wanted to find out." Yeah, she hands and then she hands him a picture. That this is the last piece of whatever we have from her. So she hands it to, uh, what's his name, Rayu. We'll call him Rayu because he's got G at the end, but he's not a G just yet. No, he's coming up to it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so she passes it to Rayuji, and they have a, uh, it's just a picture. And I go, oh, that's a strange picture. And it's basically the scientist and her, and then this woman. Yep. Who you find out to be uh, Sadako Yamamura. Who is the uh, daughter in question? Has supernatural powers. Yeah. So she's, yeah, she is the woman that is the legend over there, the one that predicted the volcanic eruption. Yep. So it goes to a flashback, not yet. No, then he's sat. Yeah, no, the old guy is. Yeah, the old guy sat at the seaside having a cigarette. So uh, Ryuji goes and sits with him and he's like, tell me who she is. So he kind of tells him but doesn't want to tell him all of it yeah i don't know why so he beats him up for it he tackles him to, well he trips over and he makes it look like he's tackling him to the floor and he, he's having him he's the one-on-one brawl almost evenly matched except for his superpowers uh yeah so when ryoji grabs him then he sees the flashback and it's the it's the scientist like in front of a room with uh sadako the supernatural woman on stage and she's like writing things down that he's written down and like showing it to the audience and they're all going, Oh, you're a fraud, like she's <laughs> tricking you, um, blah blah blah. Sorry, Doug, two seconds. <laughs> Sadeko is the little is the child. No, she's not. Oh no, that's I'm thinking of Shizuko, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, Shizuko. Shizuko's yeah, Shizuko. Shizuko's the mum, Sadako's the child. Oh yeah, we're about to get to Sadako anyway. <laughs> yeah. She's a badass as well. 
Uh, so Shizuko is the one that sat on the chair and she's all like yeah look I know what you're writing down because I'm magic and they're all like it's magic and she's like it's not actually magic it's supernatural so anyway she gets offended because they're all like shouting at her going oh you're a fake blah 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 so there's these guys who stood up going oh she's fooling everyone or she's not fooling us blah 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 and then one of the guys kind of makes that weird face that everyone seems to make and then falls to the floor and they blame her for the death. And then it's like, oh, no, it's not her. And then it kind of pans across to the little girl who's actually called Sadako. Like, I'm yep. not just making that shit up. And then she's all like, my hair's too long. It covers my face. And, much, yeah. yeah. She They're like, off. oh, she's a monster, blah, blah, blah. To yep. which it then goes out of the kind of flashback thing back to Ryuji. And he's all like, what the fuck was that? And the guy's like, it was her daughter. Sadako, and then he's like, she was a monster. Yeah, uh, and also in that scene, sorry, um, the woman, the mum, uh, she's kind of in and watching it, and as she's watching it, uh, Sadako comes up and grabs her arm in the flashback. Then it cuts back to them on the beach, and she has like a mark on her arm. Yeah. Mm. Kind of Did you not feel? I felt like um, I felt like the, the the Sadako, the girl in the Japanese one. I felt like. She was quite a nasty character, like in her own twisted way. But in the remake, I felt like it was. I'm not blaming her parents, but I felt like this one didn't really have a chance. Like, no. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, they're both evil. (laughs) Yeah, but like in the in the in the remake, it was like the parents, like fucking, you know. They didn't want our kid. Well, no, no. The mum wanted that kid. Yeah, but not the dad. But the dad. And without going into too much spoilers, um, yeah. people wondered where people have been wondering where the kid came from. And yeah. the only thing you can kind of research and look to see where the kid came from is basically people are coming up with a conclusion that it's she did because she couldn't have kids in the remake. That's that's what the father kept saying. Uh, mm. Her husband kept saying, like, I don't know where that child came from. And it turns out like the only thing they can think of why the kid is so evil is she did the deal with the devil. Okay. In in the Japanese one, she wasn't evil. Everyone was just calling her a monster. Yeah. She was just defending her mum because everyone was having a go at her. And she didn't know the extent of her power. And yeah. they all said, oh, she's a monster. Look, she can kill people just because she wishes it. Of course, a kid's going to go like, oh, I wish you were dead. Leave my mum alone. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. actually happened. Yeah. She wasn't evil. And that's what I found really sad at the end. Yeah. Or not the end, before the end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next bit. The next bit. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, if we cut it from here, because we've basically only got half an hour left, then we'll head back to the remake and catch up. Anyway, continue. So, yeah, we're back. Day one of the curse. Yeah. Uh, the boy is making his packed lunch for school, because, you know, mum's useless <laughs> in this film at the moment. Uh, she's basically sitting on bed just staring at the videotape, wondering what on earth have I done, pretty much. Then it cuts to the boy in the rain, kind of bobbing into his dad, like the, again, like the uh, original. The, the her ex-partner comes in. They discuss. She shows him the picture again, like the original, about the faces being blurred. She tells him to take the picture. The face is blurred on the picture, and then she's got like uh, hundreds of pictures by her. And so, um, so she doesn't want him to watch it, but he wants to watch it. The the video that is, if she convinces her. Then, as he's watching the video, she kind of strange scene doesn't really make sense in the film uh, she's basically just watching other people in their apartments mm. I, don't, I don't know why that existed um, and then he basically says you yeah, know it's pretty much made by film students like there's nothing too special about it yeah I thought watching it like there's like a scene with like 
hundred naked people. How could film students make that? <laughs> anyway, um, frat party. <laughs> yeah, sure. So yeah, again, like he was waiting for the phone call. The phone call didn't happen. She was so like, okay, like, can you help me with this? And the BC basically says, yeah, I'll help you. And he goes off to do his thing. But as she comes back into the apartment, there's a message on the phone, and she hits the delete button. So we never know what it is. But obviously, it's a uh, seven days. <laughs> Please leave a message. After seven that. days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ghost or the creature would have to wait <laughs> until the beep. <laughs> To say seven days. Yeah, surely we'd think, oh, someone's answered. <laughs> seven days. At least he was nice enough to leave a message. <clears throat> Next scene is when she basically she um, goes through the video again, makes a copy, analyzes it, and then uh, the readings of the video get messing up. Uh, it made weird numbers, and she get for some reason touching the fly. So that was the end of day one. End of day. Two. Yeah. Then it cuts into day. Oh no! Wait. Yep. That was the stupidest thing. You know when the readings were messing up. Yeah, and then the guy's like, "Oh, it's the signature. It shows what made it." Yeah, and then he, he goes, "It's like a person being born and not having fingerprints." I was like, "That doesn't make any fucking sense." <laughs> it's like a person being born and not having parents because nothing made it. I thought you fucking idiot. Like that annoyed <laughs> me so much to the point where I was like, "I'm not watching this." <laughs> what an idiot! He can't even make a decent analogy. He tried, bless him. It was bad. It was I, bad. Wow! Wow! Wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I think that's where we got from that thing. Yeah. Wow. 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 Anyway, yeah, so day two. She hands him <laughs> she hands him partner the video recording. And this is the actual scene where he says it. It wasn't day one, it was day two. He's giving a copy, he's basically he puts it into his reading machine and he basically says yeah. Oh, it's like fingerprints like the thing uh what Doug just said. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So anyway, yeah, they're analyzing they're analyzing the video. And they see see it kind of. They try and move the frame of the video because they see something in the corner, so they try and move over. But this is a strange bit because they're getting really deep into this, trying to discover what it is. And suddenly, his girlfriend pops in, and she gets like really defensive and just runs off. Basically, it's like if you believe so much that you're gonna die in seven days, you wouldn't just run off because some girlfriend popped up. Mm-hmm. Didn't have her priorities in the right. If it was the time. Speaking of girlfriends, do you want to go for the chat line? Let's go for the chat line. <laughs> My God, Nicholas, how exciting is this? I know. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Right, so, it is my time to shine. Hopefully. Right, so bear in mind, someone's been locked down a well, Nick, and this is your chance to... This is my chance. Is... Okay, so my, my chance for last week was Candle by uh, Smiler. Yes. So what have you got for us? So, uh, I've got... See, this one has two answers, depending on what the girl says. So you go up to a girl. And you ask her. I prefer the second answer, by the way. I prefer it. You ask her, basically, say, you ask her, are you a candle? And if she says no, this is your response. Good, because I'd get real sad once that fire goes out. <laughs> yeah, and what's, what if she says yes? Okay, so if she says yes, I'll ask the question again. Are you a candle? If she says yes, I want to drip my wick on you. <laughs> <sighs> oh, okay, that's, that's cool. <laughs> Who the fuck would say yes? <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> yeah, I'm a candle. I don't know. I thought your lines are getting a little more seedy now, Nick. I think you're taking a new... <laughs> you never used to be about that life, but now you're sort of slowly... You get your walk, you're going in, yeah. I am a little bit. Getting a bit mm-hmm. um, more adventurous, as you can say. 
Well, only if they're a candle. So what's next week's? What's next week's? Um, paper. Paper. Yeah. Just. just oh my god. Paper. <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to rein it in a bit. Now it's getting a bit seedy, so we've got to. Let me do anything bad with paper. I'll try. Oh and yes, it. you can. <laughs> okay. Oh yes, you, you say. Oh yes, you can. Oh yes, you can. Oh yes, you can. <laughs> Apple, I'll try and be um, a CD next week if you want. I'll just be you. That's yeah, your thing. Be you, Nick. Okay, in that in that instance, next week I'll be paper. Right, yes. your paper. Wait, be your paper any day. <laughs> right, anyway, um, yeah, that's the end of that segment. Back to the film. So yeah, girlfriend walks in, she runs off, she gets a bit, I don't know, jealous. Kind of, she's like, oh, you got a girlfriend now, and all that stuff. Anyway, so she runs off, and as she walks out, uh, there's a ladder. She gets, oh no, she sees mm-hmm. that bit from the film. It turns out it's just some guy left his ladder there. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to about it. Um, then it cuts to day three. And this is something they didn't show in the again. They didn't show in the original. Is the friend of the girl died right at the beginning? Is it, should they show her in the psychiatric ward? Yeah. With like a screen, and she stops, and the screen keeps going. The reason they got a screen is because she goes pretty much crazy when she sees the TV. She cannot see a TV. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, she goes a bit. Um. Mm. Next scene is when um the uh, reporter basically talking to her. And she basically says, um, you've seen the video, haven't you? And you're going to die. Along those lines. I mean, it wasn't a long conversation. You've got like four days left. It's pretty much I think what she says. Yeah, I guess it didn't need to be, did it? As an added scene, it didn't need to be there. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just something they threw in to make the film longer, it seemed. She's going to die. <laughs> or does she? Um, so, yeah, next scene is when she goes back to some sort of video, video editing place. And she basically wants to edit the video so she can see more of the video. So she plays it about with the machine. And then she does that. She, she sees a picture of the um, lighthouse and she kind of takes a picture of it. Then she broke in the machine, but it gets stuck on. As it comes back on, it gets stuck on the fly. But at this point, the fly, the video is paused, but the fly is still like moving its wings. So as she goes, she basically picks the fly out of the TV screen. So she picks it out of the of the video, and as she does that, her nose starts bleeding. Yeah, I mean it's all good. The woman had to point out to her that her nose was bleeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You thought you could feel it. You could feel your nose running when you. Uh... But the the thing is, she seemed to be more distressed that her nose is bleeding rather than she's just picked a fly out of the <laughs> out video. Of TV, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had a nosebleed, but I've never picked a fly out of my TV. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, she definitely hasn't got her priorities right. Well, I've, I've picked a fly out of my nose. Uh, some people have, but not out of a TV, I don't. I've had a fly go up my nose, and like my nose started bleeding like oh. straight away. Like, I've had that happen before. Has anyone picked out of a TV, though? No. Yeah, nah, that's, 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 that's how it is. Anyway, so yeah, I think we've established no one has picked a fly out of TV yet. Okay, this next scene really annoyed me. I don't know why. <laughs> but she's in the library, and she's looking she's looking for books of lighthouses. And this guy mm. basically comes, the librarian comes up with a massive book of lighthouses. Because she's looking for the one she saw in the picture. Yeah. And then, like, first book she appears she's looking at. She goes through it and she sees the lighthouse in the picture. Like, what are the chances of that? That's pretty convenient. It's the first book you find out. You find this lighthouse in the middle of the book. Cape Fellweather Lighthouse. That was. And where is that, Douglas? Where is it? Yeah. Uh, it is in Newport, Oregon. Oh, and how far is Oregon from Seattle? Fucking clue. <laughs> so I did kind of put you on the spot. Well, Oregon's west, kind of near California. Well, Seattle, Seattle's the northwest, ain't it? Seattle's yeah. northwest, and uh, Oregon is next is... to California. Well, 
believe. Yeah. Well, it's a bit, fictional bit one that they use. Oh, okay. So she doesn't actually travel there. Fair enough. Uh, what, what do they call it there? Oh, they call it uh, Moscow Island. Moscow. Okay. But, like, in the real world, it's called uh, Yakina. Yakina, okay. Yakina Head. Head. Yeah. Is that, where is that? Is that in Oregon? Oh, okay. It doesn't sound very sorry American. That's because Dad put a freaking Japanese accent on. <laughs> For Yakina. Yeah. It sounds more Mexican than anything. Yakina. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe Cuban. I don't know. Okay. Did you know? Ouch. Fun fact about this lighthouse. Guess where it was made? They made this lighthouse in Paris and shipped it all the way to the United States, Oregon Yakina. Really? Who Isn't that, that like what they did in with the Statue of Liberty? Some French dude made that, yeah, innit? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of effort just for one lighthouse. I know, right? Yeah. Ship it halfway across the world. So you might as well just build it there. Anyway, yeah, so she conveniently finds the picture in the book. Then she goes on the internet and a really old looking Google. I suppose it was early 2000s. She, um, basically, she sees a picture of the lighthouse and like these people, and she sees a um, picture of the woman who is brushing her hair in this picture. And her name is Anna Morgan. She does a bit more research, and she basically did like um, Anna Morgan was trained horses and jumped them. She was like a breeder, I suppose it were. Her and her husband was a horse breeder. Yes, she basically loved horses, um, and that's part of the, that's what's um, part of the tragedy, in which happens a bit later. Um, <laughs> the tragedy. It's it is a tragedy. It is a tragedy. Yeah, so she's basically going through news articles about horses being found dead by the sea, drowning themselves, acting strange. Uh, then they found um, she found in the news articles that Anna Morgan uh, jumped off a cliff and killed herself from after suffering from hallucinations. Then, then as she's um, as she's like reading through and writing down stuff, she realizes she looks down and realizes she's been scribbling out the face of a animal. And they don't really go into that too, into much deeper. But uh, next day, day five is when uh, good old Noah is um, shopping for some food. And this he... is when he realizes he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Paul. Anyone say something? Well, he basically cause he was giving it all the bigging about not about watching the tape. He's yeah. buying some food, and then um, he ca- uh, he buys cigarettes, doesn't he? Yeah, cigarettes, yeah. Because he looks up at the camera, realises his face is all blurry, and the little woman behind the till, who ain't that good looking herself, <laughs> turns around and goes, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. And he gets all a little bit paranoid, and she goes, oh, someone I know was on like two cigarettes a day, and now they've quit or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Talking about uh, taking uh, like those patches. Yeah, which I don't know what has to do with him dying, because she didn't say... You know, and he's dead, or you should do it. It's just two sort of separate stories that were similar. And um, yeah, his face is a little bit squiff, and she looked at him and thought, "What's wrong right with your face?" <laughs> and um, yeah, he realised he was a little bitch boy, and he made a mistake, and he's in trouble. But he might get away with it. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, who knows? We will find out tonight on Lazy Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whenever you're watching this. Good morning, afternoon. Or if tonight. you're listening to it, either. Listening. As well. Sorry, listening, listening. Yeah, you can't watch that show at the moment. At the <laughs> moment. Anyway, yeah. So that basically happens. <laughs> yeah, that, that was. Yeah, he was again pretty good effect on TV. Um, next scene is when she comes home, and at least in this film, she has a, a, a babysitter. <laughs> Whereas in the original, she doesn't. She just literally leaves her son by himself. As about apart from the bit where she takes him to the granddad. Um, but yeah, no, she comes home, babysits there, she pays him. Pays her, sorry. Then it uh, cuts to him 
boy that was sleeping. And this is a bit of a disgusting scene as she's on the phone. Uh, she starts coughing after drinking some water and she's basically pulling a long hair out of her mouth. And at the end of the hair is like uh, one of those monitors that uh, the uh, hospitals use to like, monitor your heartbeat and that just comes out of her mouth. Bit strange. As she picks the phone up, water starts coming out the phone. She... Uh, again though, it yep. was it was the water out of the phone that freaked her out more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. So twice this has happened. You've had the nosebleed, which she's let go because... You know, that's freaked her out when the flies come out of the key. But this, you've pulled that out, a little bit of water comes out the phone, and she's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you lose sympathy, don't you? You do. It is, um, what's the word? It is, uh, fucking stupid. Yeah, so again, after that scene, she goes into the boys' room, then it's, as she goes into the boys' room, there's, there's a chair, there's, I forget her name, what's her name? The, creature, the monster, the girl. Someone help me. Ringu. Ringu. <laughs> uh, That's a game, isn't it? Saduku. Cannot remember her name. Do you, know, you could have got away with it, to be could fair. Have. It's turned into a thing now. Could have just... Um... Sadako. Sadako. There you go. I'll edit that out. It's fine. Perfect. Yeah, when it suits you. Eh? <laughs> yeah, when it suits me. <laughs> Uh, right, anyway, yeah, so she goes into the room, Sadako's there on the chair, and as she goes to work, it grabs her hand, sorry, she grabs Sadako, she grabs her arm, spins her around, basically wakes up. It was a dream, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. She realizes she looks on her arm, and there's the handprint. So she gets out of bed, realizes her son's not in bed, he's watching the um, tape. tape. Yeah. And as she whoops in, she re- she doesn't really notice, but uh, Sadako is kind of popping out of the, uh, of the well now, because each day... Uh, nothing they didn't really explain, but if you little clues each day you watched if you were to watch the video each day, uh, she would come out more and more of the well until the last day when she actually comes out the TV. What if you didn't have a TV? I'm leaning like if you didn't have a TV, how would she pout appear? Yeah, because I'm 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 basing this on Doug opened my eyes last week. The Evil Dead, where he yeah. said they just can't get through doors. Yeah. <laughs> um, in this world, um... and this has changed my thinking to films. That what if you didn't have a TV? Uh, the way they get around this, uh, which is explained, I think, in the lore of the films, whatever, any reflective surface this monster can come out of. So whether it be a mirror, that's why you see her in the mirror in the video, whether it be a mirror, water, just any reflective surface she can pop out of. Hmm. But you could find a way to... I mean... Paint walls in matte paint? No yeah, mirror just, just all matte. If you live your life in matte, that is the way to do it. Yeah, but the difference is you get to live your life, Nick. That's what we're getting at here. That is true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's the then again, that's the way they explain it. Any reflective surface she can pop out of. Okay. But then again, if you cry, she can pop out your tears. I suppose that's a reflective surface. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it again, aren't you? Uh, maybe, maybe. Um. So anyway, where are we? We were. Um. Yeah. So she she realizes the kids kids watch the video. She's just, kids are a bit annoying in this bit. Um. So she rips the video out of the recording, throws it underneath a chair. We'll come back to that later. A bit more relevance. She picks up the phone and basically shouts, leave him alone. Yeah. But I think the boy basically said, like, she wanted me to watch it or something in that scene. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was along his line. Then, well, um... He, he couldn't sleep, didn't he? So yeah. He, was, he couldn't sleep, so he put, put on a video of loads of fucking fingers chopped up and stuff yeah. like that. Naked people lying around. Yeah, yes. so that was the scene. And then, um, actually, no, she picks up the phone. She says, leave him alone, but it turns out it was, it was a part, well, ex-partner. 
They're driving down. Says like, I believe you now. I've taken loads of pictures of them. <laughs> so finally, and almost an hour after, almost like four or five days after, he finally believes them. Yeah. And it was on a... Uh, yes. So in the next scene, it's basically day six. And the guy now believes the story. He's got the kid in the car and he starts, um, he says, please draw a picture for mummy. So he starts drawing a picture. We're going to come back to that later. And he's just basically saying, like, would you like your dad? Like, if you knew your dad, would you like him in real life? Like, would you like to know? He says, not really. Does it really matter? Um, at this point, the reason they went in the car is because the mum is uh, looking through, again, the girl's belongings, seeing what she can find. She can't really find anything apart from some drawings of sort of some things. So basically then it cuts to them. This is where, yeah, this is where they split off. This is where the mum gets on the ferry in the pouring rain and the, basically the dad looks after the kid, as it were. And uh, this in, also in that picture he runs out and gives her the picture that the sun drew. Again, more evidence says that. So I, I felt, I felt in this next scene is when the horse goes crazy, right? I felt like it was all her fault. Like, in this, in this film, the reason the horse went absolutely crazy because it was her fault. Anyway, I'll get to that in a minute. So yeah, so again, she's on the ferry. She's looking at, looking through her like fact book about Morgan, about the Morgan family and all that. So she sees, uh, she looks over and she sees like um, a horse trainer. She goes over it to it, just like starts stroking it. Horse is a bit jumpy. She keeps trying to stroke it. Horse is really like going a bit mad at the point and she's still trying to stroke it. Then the horse has had enough because it can sense. So this, uh, again, I'll explain this a bit later, but this is where the, um, the reason, they basically say in this film like, the, the animals and like have got like a, a sixth sense they can sense when something evil is about and later on this is why the horses ended up dying so yeah as the horse pretty much breaks out the um the um what's the word oh the my mind's gone blank like threshold my, sorry my mind's gone blank what's it called the horse what was it in it was in a bus <laughs> no someone help me out what was the horse in on the ferry what's it called cage they, um trailer cage. that's the word <laughs> that was the cage. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, basically the horse breaks out the horse trailer because she keeps trying to stroke or something. So the horse basically goes on a rampage, runs around, and everyone's as everyone's trying to catch it, it just escapes from everyone. And this little girl's like, "Oh no, my horse is free!" Then it jumps over some um, some objects, and the woman who started this in the first place, she's kind of at the end of the end of the ferry, and the horse is running straight towards. Them. And you can quite clearly see this is a big movie mistake, and not not massive, but it's a movie mistake where. As she's at the end of the ferry, which is right at the front of the ferry, as the horse jumps off on the front of the ferry, in the next scene, the horse jumps off on the side of the ferry. So they go from the front to the side in one scene. Again, a little error. Motherfuckers. I know, right? Ruin the whole film there. I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> no. But basically, then all the people on the ferry look out and watch this horse basically start drowning. And they get to the back of the ferry, and this is where there's water and blood because the horse has gone up and been cut into a million pieces by the uh, propellers of the boat. Little girl screams, a horse is dead. A bit sad for a horse yeah. like me. Poor horse. Yep. It was again, it was awful. She just stepped back and stayed away from the horse. It would have been fine. But no, she had to get stroking it to soothe that one. Anyway, uh, next scene is um, good old Noah, who's um, going to the medical records to try and find Anna Morgan. A basically says a little uh, word saying, like, Oh yeah, I've been here before. It's upstairs. The other guy says, "No, it's downstairs." Actually, he's like, "Oh, he's, now he knows where the location is." So he goes downstairs, breaks open, and he starts looking through some files. Well, actually, first, yeah, he starts looking through some files of like uh, tries to find more about Anna Morgan. Um, as that's going on, next scene is when um the the wife I forget her name. What is her name? Rachel. That's it. Rachel kind of knocks on the door of this um uh, of the uh, Morgan kind of farm, as it were, the ranch. 
as she's no answer at the door, so she looks around and she sees the uh, window where that image was in the video recording. The man standing there. So she's kind of nosing about. And as she goes to like the back of the farm, she sees this old man repairing a fence. And she basically questions him about the suicide and is like, oh yeah, we've had reporters come here in the past and blah blah blah. Then uh, she kind of, um, well, he kind of gets really defensive a bit later, but as she's walking around the house with him, she sees the mirror in the video and she gets like really panicking. Then she shows him the video. It's like, oh, where'd you get this? What is this? And he has like a hook in his hand and he thinks he's going to hit her, but he doesn't. Oh no, how many copies have you made of this? And he's like, you need to go now. Just go get out of there. He's like, he's like, yeah, you should have never watched that. And well, he's basically saying like, what on earth have you done? Go, leave me be. So as she gets outside, she opens us on picture and behold, it's the house that she was at. She's, uh, the some drew the picture of the house with all the family there. And, um, then it cuts back to Noah, who's looking for the records. I suppose this is a little throwback to the Japanese uh, film because as he's looking through Anna Morgan's records through the pages there's one page with a bunch of Japanese writing on saying Anna I'm guessing that was a throwback to the original film I don't know why it said because again I can't read Japanese but I see any reason I think it's in there um so as he's looking for the files, he sees like a medical report saying uh, miscarriage, pregnancy, miscarriage, pregnancy, miscarriage. So she keeps having, she can't have a baby, basically. Again, that's what the dad says earlier. And as he's doing that, he has a nosebleed. And a bunch of pictures full of like x-ray pictures. And they're of like weird things of like a horse with like needles in it, a doll with like needles in it, a burning tree and some other weird x-ray pictures. They made no sense. And um, on the envelope where they were, it says basically see um, see this video for more information or something along those lines. Yeah. So, again, they don't really explain it. They kind of do and they don't. Um, I can't lie, at this point, this film was just starting to drag a bit for me. Yeah, they did have a lot of filler in this film. <laughs> My issue with these sort of films, it was just like, um, it's claiming to be a horror. And we're, a, how far are we in? And one person's died? Hour. Just... I mean, it's more of like a thriller, like a psychological thriller than it is a horror. Yeah, but it's just um, frustrating. So yeah, uh, next scene is when it cuts to the kid again, who's um he's drawing pictures, but this time with like big black rings. So yeah, that was a, that was a thing. Um, next it's um when she's talking to the kid over the phone about the drawing that he made. It's like yeah, she told me to draw and all that stuff. And, uh, they basically yeah. just have a bit of conversation, and I think I'll leave it there because I think we'll finish the original now because uh, we haven't got the one left. And going back to the original guys. Um, so yeah, we've had uh, uh, kids. He's just had a go at the old man. <coughs> oh yeah, yeah, basically yeah. He's picked up his missus after being imprinted, and as they look over, they see a storm heading towards them. Then she goes onto the phone and says, "Yeah, she killed herself." Uh, she's basically saying uh, to a colleague home um can you find these people because i need to know information about them uh then basically uh ex-husband says something along the lines i doubt they're alive uh she killed a man by just wishing him dead um she's not of this world basically she is yeah she is basically some sort of devil thingy um basically because they want to go back to the cabin that's where they believe her resting place is but of course, because of this big storm, there are no all the ferries have been cancelled, and they can't they can't get out basically. So the guy goes to the, the uh, harbour to try and find her boat, mm. and as that she's waiting uh, at home or at the hotel, and she gets the call back saying, "Yes, no, we can't find them. We don't know anything about them." So yes, she, no. yes, no. So she runs off. They eventually they get a boat. The um, the uncle drives them of all people after being beaten up by. <laughs> 
the guy. <laughs> so basically, um, they basically just talk about the curse and what they're going to do. Um, nothing too crazy happens. And then uh, she has a little phone call with his son saying, are you okay? I might be late home and all that. Then they go to the cabin. And this is where these two scenes are completely different. Well, some of it is. Yeah. So they go to the cabin. They immediately go underneath the cabin. They smash their way through the little um, trellis fence there. And they find the, the well. And then they have a flashback of the dad pushing, hitting the, the daughter over the head and pushing her down the well With as they touch the it. Funniest sound ever. <laughs> it was a funny sound. Uh, yeah. I can't, I can't remember. It was, like, it was like a comic sound. It wasn't yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, a yeah. proper sound. It was done for a laugh. <laughs> yeah, it was It was a unique sound, let's put it that way. Funny. So yeah, so they look down the well, and they've got rope and buckets with them, so the guy goes down the well, and they start, even though they haven't got much time left, they start putting the buckets down and draining all the water out to try and find this dead body. And they're there for quite a while. Like, they're there until night time, or evening, as it were, before her 6 time. 6 p.m., night time for Japanese Yeah, people. 6 p.m. Then she basically faints because she's exhausted she can't do it anymore so they switch places she goes down into the well and as she goes down to where she kind of senses something and she has a feel about and she, she feels some well, picks she picks up some cubes <laughs> yeah she feels some hair she picks this head up basically the hair just falls off no there was a hand that grabs her that's right yeah you're like what the fuck yeah. so she picks up the body that's attached to it and she kind of peels back the hair from the face but you never see the little girl's face what's her name there uh, Sadako's Sadako. instead her face falls apart and there's this skull in her hands and then she looks into its eyes and its eyes start like oozing like tears and it's disgusting <laughs> so rather than hug. throw it away like a sane person would do and go oh my god what the fuck that's a dead person <laughs> she cuddles it she does she gives it a hug. Yep. She embraces it. She pulls it in towards her face, towards her shoulder, cuddles it. <laughs> you're like, what the... F-? And then the guy looks down, and I'm pretty sure he just goes, what the fuck, in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. He calls, is- they call the police in the end after that. Yeah. Very yeah, strange. But uh, yeah, at this point, they believe the curse is over. It's past the time. <clears throat> Everything. She hasn't okay. died. She hasn't died, so he thinks he's safe at this point. So basically, they go back to life. He goes back to doing his schoolwork. She basically is at, at her apartment, and he's still having... He hears a strange noise in the background. He turns around, and the TV's on, and it's that scene of the well. The ending, yes. except it doesn't end there. Instead, no. the noise keeps carrying on, and yep. then you see uh, Sadako. She's climbing up out of it, all creepy-like, and then... She steps off and she's like, oh, I'm going to walk towards the screen now. But don't worry, because I'm in a TV. But he doesn't know that she can climb through it. So he's watching like, what the fuck? And then she's like walking towards the TV and everything. And then she decides, oh, I'm going to climb through it. So she doesn't. The phone rings also. The phone does ring. And then this one, he he goes to get it. it. What? Who answers it? Well, he answers it, but he doesn't. No one says anything, basically. Yeah, and then he's like, well, the fuck? So she climbs out the TV, does that old uh, demonic walk, chases him around the room a little bit, a little bit cat mess in the ass. Yep. And then, yeah, she kind of, like, looks at him through one eye. Yeah. And then he's like, whoa, that's an ugly eye. And, and that really, dies. yeah, kills him. I love it in now, like, these horror films, though, which happens in a lot of them. They can't, they always stumble on the floor and they can't get themselves up and run away. They're always like crawling along the floor. If I, if I trip <coughs> over and hurt myself, I'm up before I know that I've hurt myself. <laughs> yeah, huh? you just pick yourself straight up. You don't it's just... like how I just bounced off the floor, I broke my ankle. 
Yeah, so at this point, he is uh, dead. Then it cuts, cuts back to his um, ex-wife. Uh, she runs to the apartment. She feels something's wrong. As she goes up to the apartment, she sees the policeman at the door says that we've already taken the body away. So she goes up and she speaks to the student he was working with. It's like, oh no, I found him dead. And um, she found the uh, VCR on the floor. And this is the point where she looks at the TV and the guy appears again. The guy with the cloth over his face and he points down. He's not the guy with the cloth over his face. No. That was Ryuji. Yeah, that's right. That was yeah. the guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like where he came from. Yeah, that's right, yeah, so, yeah. You're like, whoa, circle. Circle, yeah. She points down at the, basically the video recording. And she's trying to work out at this point, what have I done to survive that he didn't. And then basically, uh, it, she works out it's a copy of the recording. So she's really... Wasn't it like the kids talking in the interview or something like that, saying, oh, like, apparently to get rid of it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, and the in the ending singer, she's driving away in the car with a, a copy of the tape and the video recorder. They basically say, yes, the curse. The only way you can do it is if you show a copy to it. If you make a copy of it and show it to someone within a week, you'll be fine. Then they talk about it being like a never-ending curse. And then she calls her dad. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, you bitch! And that's the end of the film. She's like, you, you can help, uh, what's his face? Yo, shit face, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not that dog. Yeah, oh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the end of the uh, the era, the original. Thoughts? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really yeah. think it was a horror film. <laughs> it was more of a, a psychological thriller. Again, like I need. I thought it was sad. I thought the ending was good. Yeah, yeah, it had a. I preferred this ending. I think I preferred the characters as well. I think in this film. Yeah, I just felt it just um, yeah it went on. <laughs> it did go on though, not as I much mean, as the remake. Yeah, I mean you you got to understand my downfall is I've been through all of this with um, no subtitles. Yeah, so that was that was my downfall with this version. <laughs> I admit I brought it on myself, but yeah, that's where I was. So I kind of plodded my way through, yep. but. Um, yeah, it's been a little bit suspect at parts. <laughs> Definitely. Not, not, a, not a terrible film. It's something you may watch once in a while. But, you know. How about you, Michael? What do you think of the original so far? Well, I, um, I remember, like, before we discussed about yeah. doing this, um, in my head, I thought the original was a lot... But I've watched the original one time before, and I think it was about, about 2000, like, 2000, 2002 I watched it. It was when I, it was it was a long time ago I watched yeah, it. Yeah. But I always remembered it, and I, I don't know, I thought it was really good back then. And then when I watched it again, I was just like, oh, this film is not so good. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I don't know, I thought there was a lot more in it from when I watched it the first time around. Um, it just wasn't. I remember. I always thought it was a lot scarier. I I don't know if it's because I was younger, but it just wasn't. I don't know. I thought it was just more of a filler type. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose I, going back to that, like the filmmaking was a lot different back then now it is than it is now. They do a lot more with the like story and visual effects. I'm not saying like old films are bad stories and all that, but. Yeah, horror, yeah, yeah. The horror genre has changed a lot since then. Well, for, for it to be so popular, like, obviously, the, uh, Japan, they're into their different things. Oh, than yeah. What we are, but for them to, like, the ring's a huge thing over there, as you were discussing earlier, yeah, yeah. With how how many films there were in that. Yeah. Um, just makes me think, like, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I don't know, I, did, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not saying it's a bad film, I'm not saying it's a bad film at all, but it's not one that I need to watch anytime soon. No, no. Or, you know, so I mean, it's one of the um, films like if you haven't watched it in a while, you might watch it. Like if you haven't, yeah, yeah, 
It's not. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't think it's something you go out your way and see, at least personally yeah. for me. Anyway, in that case, we'll head back to the remake and try and finish this off. Just quickly, before we go back to the remake. Yeah, sure. You know that uh, Rassen film? The sequel that was released at the same it time. It isn't the sequel. I know. Sequels uh, Ringu 2. Yes. But do you know what the Rassen one is the sequel for? What is it? The book. Yeah. So it, it actually follows uh, Sadako, not anyone else. Oh, that's so right, it's yeah. It's about her story. Yeah. Like, it still has the other characters, but it's about her story and not uh, the mother's. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, it basically so goes... the other one follows the, like, the Ring 2. Or Ring 2. It's like another, it's like another one of the Ring. Yeah, so, yeah it basically just goes into the, the original story a bit more and have it from a different point of view, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an uh, interesting way to do films, though. She, she survived in the well for 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. That's crazy. But, she, but in the in the release, in the remake, they say she only survived seven days. <laughs> I suppose. To be fair, that was a guess. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, she must have survived seven days. That's why it's seven days before you die, kind of thing. Yeah, they didn't base it on anything. No, she no. just sort of that's true. said, well, seven days. Seven oh, days. According, according to the remake as well, yep. she does kill her father. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole father scene, yeah. <laughs> I suppose she, yeah, she has some power over him. Anyway, we're, we're, we're actually not far off that scene. The, the old good old father scene. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I suppose we'll continue on. Um, so next scene is when she's at the uh, doctor's, like, like the the like the island's doctor's, and she wants to to see an appointment. Uh, basically, she wants a bit of history of of the family. Um, and she says, oh, th- there's also like um a teenager also waiting, but he's playing with the uh, toys. There's oh no, he was first. But he said, oh no, he's here all the time. He's a bit special. Um. So yeah, basically they go on a chat about the family and basically the tragedy and about the daughter, about them going missing and about having, uh, she says something about saying about like all children are different and some are special. She says like this this child was special. So yeah, she goes, uh, let's just have a conversation about the family. I mean, not too much. And she basically says um, about the visions as well. She hasn't said like, I haven't heard about this in a long, long time. So mm. then that conversation it cuts off to, um, again, Noah in the video rec- uh, the records room managed to get in and because he wants to videotape of the uh, the session they had at the uh, the uh, the hospital with the Saduk Sadakaro is it how, how did you pronounce it Doug? One whose name? Sadako Sadako Yamamura. Yeah, Sadako. That's it. Sadako Yamamura. About how the like mental asylum she she had this session. Then that was the video he was looking for. He says, "Yeah, I'm the father." And it's like he doesn't believe him, but they find the video tape. They open it up, and the, the tape's not in there. And they have a look at the records, and it was her father, that her actual father, that took it out last. So at that point, he's like, "Oh no, I've got to get to the island, got to get to her." So um, at this point, she goes back to the to the ranch, and she's looking for the dead. She looks around. She doesn't really see. She doesn't hear anything. Then, uh, as she um, as she looks around the house, she sees like a open box. She sees like a birth certificate, um, some other bits. And there's like a centipede or millipede, whatever you want to call it, that jumps out at her and she gets frightened. Then she realizes the uh, the tape the guy was looking for is in the in the TV, so she plays it. And you basically see the child doesn't sleep. It's she's always awake, and it's like a fast forward of that. So this kid is never never sleeps. So at this point, they're having their little um, their little discussion, and they're wondering how they're they're talking through how she got these pictures because these pictures are better now. You know the ones with the nails in and the children that made them like the extra. And then basically they say, um, she says, "Why do you want to hurt people?" Which is, I don't know, but I will. What does she say? 
I can't remember exactly her words. But she's basically being very evil. It's because because I have to. She says, I will always hurt people. Along those lines. Mm. She's like, oh no. Then, as she's watching it, the dad comes around and knocks her over the head with some extension cords. Picks the TV up. Puts the TV into the bathroom. It's like flooded at this point. And basically um, electrocutes himself. Yeah. Puts, puts like the horse harness on him. And uh, turns it on and the, um, he's dead. Yeah, I mean, this didn't seem to bother her as much as I thought it would. <laughs> no. She didn't really try and stop him either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could see where he was going with it. <laughs> yeah. So she wasn't, like you said, she wasn't overly bothered about um, what he was doing. And she just seemed to crack on yeah. afterwards. Then uh, perfect timing, um, Noah comes out and uh, grabs her from behind, which she, she was a bit frightened of. And uh, at that point she realises, like, because, again, the boy, has been, her son has been saying, like, she's been in the cold, dark place. She hears horses and she doesn't like it. She's, like, scared of horses. So going to the barn where the horses were kept, there's this massive ladder. Like, I think, like, Kerfoo said, it's like the big I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really big ladder. It's just like the note. Um, yeah, they walked in there and they, they saw the ladder. And the ladder was just absolutely fucking massive. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's it. I don't think I've ever seen a ladder that big in my life. <laughs> Massive wooden ladder, and they got the way to the top of the wooden ladder. Is like this little um, kids' room, and like a TV, a chair, and this is where the dad would keep her because he didn't want her around anything. I mean, did she have to go up, you know, the ladder by herself, or? I'm guessing so because I'm guessing he just took the ladder away once she was up there and left it by herself because it was obviously so high there was no way down. It's just a hard ladder. Yeah, hard life for a kid being stuck up there, even though you are the uh, devil child. But you know, <laughs> so they realize there's some damaged wallpaper and I can see something behind it. So they rip all the wallpaper down, and it's the burning tree is imprinted. So she yeah. says, like, I've seen this tree before. So yeah, we know where to go. It's back at the um, back at the cabin where they originally where she originally was. Yeah, they love a good um, unveiling scene, don't they? In these films. <laughs> yeah, do like to go back and unveil. We've noticed. Um, I've never like at home. You see just a little little bit of wallpaper just moved, and they're like. <clears throat> Hold on a minute. That, that can't be just peeling wallpaper. That's got a secret message behind there. Yeah. Just rip off the whole fucking wall. Also, going back to a scene where she says, you know, when she's in the like the they're interviewing uh, her, the little kid, and she says, "Daddy loves horses, but he doesn't oh, know." Yes. You know that 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 scene. Do you know what that actually means? That dad, dad likes horses. Yeah, but you know why she says after, but he doesn't know. It's because basically, she, because her dad's been so horrible to her. And probably done stuff to her or whatever. We don't really find out, but it's hinted that he's done stuff to her. Jesus Christ, mate. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, because she hates her dad pretty much, and she basically yeah, makes all the horses suicide because he loves the horses. So, yeah, she, yes. But no, yeah, basically she kills all the horses. So that's why all the horses died in the film. In the I mean, that's, that's a shame, isn't it? It is. Rest in peace. And that's, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, so they go back to the cabin, and they're, they're having a look around, and they can't find anything. Then, conveniently, someone knocks some uh, something over, and there's all these little little balls go to this one spot. So they lift up the uh, the rug, and they it's like this burnt ring mark is on the floor. Yeah, so, <laughs> convenient. <laughs> yes. Again, worst guests. Yeah. They're ripping wallpaper off your wall, they're smashing up the floor. <laughs> They leave you dead in the bath. Just, just all, yeah, just terrible. They're just awful guests. So they, um, so yeah, so they basically, like Paul said, they rip up the floor with an axe. They see the, the well, 
push it open, and as they push it open, it kind of collapses, and a TV comes down and knocks her down the well. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Um, and she basically wakes up in facing water, and as she's like looking around, she sees like uh, the fingernails stuck in the rocks. Then this body comes up and appears, and first it's like her just normal. Then it turns her into a skeleton, and at that point, it, there's a flashback of her, her mum killing her. So, yeah. yeah, good old, good old mum. Good old mum, so the mum kills the daughter. Then after that, the um, yeah, well, she's kind of just holding her, and it's next day. Police are arrived, and uh, oh yeah, that's well, no, obviously he's trying to he has to try and get her out of the world, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, this, this, this is part of my why well, I don't like him. Okay. Right, so he runs off for ages, tries to get like was it a fire hose from somewhere? Yeah, for where he got the axe from. Yeah. Yeah, drags it out for ages. It, it yanks. He falls on the floor like a moron, looking stupid. Now, why don't you just go get the world's biggest ladder? <laughs> That's true. This yeah. ladder is about eighty foot high. Massive. Just go grab it, put it down. But... At least most of the way. And you, she's back in the game. Back in the game, she's like yeah, out the water and went on her way back up. <laughs> but no, shut down, go and you know, brace yourself, about to throw a ladder down, and I'm sure she'll be fine. But no, of course not. Yeah. So as that happens, sorry, I did skip ahead a bit. Um, the well closes itself shut, and she starts searching the water. And um, yeah, she again feels the pair, and body pops out. Then the flashback happens of her mum killing her. She's like, sorry, you're my daughter, but you need to die, blah, blah, blah. Then uh, he comes back, opens up the thing, looks up, and she's just holding this skeleton in dress. And then the police arrive, and it's kind of like, a bit like the original. They're kind of, everything's okay, it seems. She survived past 10 o'clock. And they kind of all go back, kind of happy families. And at this point, you'd think the film would end, but it doesn't. Like the original. Then as they're driving back, they hold hands. The boy sees them holding hands. And then, I can't remember, it's... There's two things that happen. Because obviously he goes back to his apartment. Oh no, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, she's in bed with her son. They're kind of sleeping together. And as she wakes up, she's saying, What did you do? The son asks, what did you do? And she basically says, oh, we helped her. We found her body. And then this is when the son freaks out. And basically says, why did you do that for? He was meant to help her. Mm. And she basically he says this will never end. It's like oh no. Then that's and um, that's when the boy's nose starts bleeding and he's been like grabbed on the arm. Then this is when it cuts back to Noah, whose TV starts turning on and off. And yeah, um, she tries to ring him. He doesn't pick up because he realizes it's not over. Pretty much scene for scene, uh, like the uh, Japanese film. Uh, it cuts to her tr- driving furiously through the streets to try and get to him. A water comes from the TV and she basically jumps out. Well, she crawls out more. She doesn't actually jump out. He falls over again. He, he can't get himself up. He turns around and uh, sees a, a horrible-looking face and basically just screams. Ah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, so she goes up to have see, uh, to like find him, realises he's on the chair and in the pool of water. She goes over and basically just screams because of his face is horrible like you don't see it in this piece here a bit later and she does something really horrible in this next scene because she's going down the stairs and she realizes his girlfriend's going up to see him and she doesn't tell him <laughs> sorry she doesn't tell her that he's dead she just leaves him to discover for himself mm-hmm. yeah so anyway he cuts back to her at her apartment she destroys the first tape and she's wondering why and she sees the other the copy on the floor and she kind of figures that it, I mean, it does like a flashback of her figuring stuff out, and basically, like, she realizes that the only way to get rid of the curse for you is to make a copy of the tape. So she basically makes us uh, make a copy of the tape. Yeah. And basically says, like, 
how do I um, how do I uh, survive? Says well, you're gonna have to pass it on to someone else. <laughs> so yeah, so you you obviously there's a ring too, but the way it ends is basically you realise that the son's gonna have to give it to someone, and that's pretty much the end of the film. And from what I've read about the that scene is in the next film, uh, Ring Two. It doesn't really tell you about what happens with the son, but about the oh. video recording. But the yeah. only scene is the video is seen in a, a rental shop, like a Blockbusters. So what they've obviously done is just put it into the rental shop and people rent it out and watch it. So that's how that happens. Bit evil of them, but you know, yeah, that's yeah. the end. That's the end of the film. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So who wants to go first? You can kind of tell by our responses that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, going into this, I was I thought this would be all right. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we originally thought like The Grudge was not a great, well, not good, great film, and we thought this was going to be like Saving Grace. <laughs> Turned out I wasn't. Yeah, I think The Grudge is better than this, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, these people, at least, like I said, this one it just feels like there was a death at the beginning, death at the end, mm-hmm. and this kind of journey in between. Yeah, which yeah. is fine if there was more like sort of eerie bits or build up to the final thing yeah there's too many bits where they could just sit in the library and find and <laughs> you know, she fell down the well and it just it was all just a bit meh it was a lot of filler they added yeah I agree. Yeah. yeah and there wasn't I don't think there's even a lot of talking points so during like the show there was no bits where I really thought oh I want to jump in with that like Evil Dead last week loved it do you know what yeah. I mean loads of bits we could talk about this bit, apart from having a massive ladder, I don't know what <laughs> really yeah. really stood out. So, I mean, both versions are, like, cool. If I had to pick one, I'd probably just pick the American, <laughs> but that's mainly because I didn't have subtitles, so I knew what was yeah. going on. It's fair I, enough. I liked, um, yeah, I liked bits, but, yeah. Just an average film. I'm guessing that's your opinion. <laughs> but yeah, it is. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, again, I... I um I owned it like um Ringo and stuff like I said I was big into this genre yeah all the sort of like the ones out there I bought them all and it just but watching it back it just did, did nothing for me fair enough yeah. Smiler did you think the same um a little bit um I I I did um I did think it was a little bit better than the original um I thought they focused on the the explaining the take. Parts of yeah, the yeah, yeah. scenes of the tapes, which are, which is the only plus that I can actually say from the movie. Um, that's that's about it, really. Um, yeah, it was just yeah. As I said, I thought I I watched that when it came out in two thousand and two. I remember being in high school watching it with yeah. like the boys back then, and I'm it was more of a talk back then than what. Yeah, nah, I I, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I can't really see anything. Fair about enough. It. It was. It's a watchable film. Uh, as I said, I did actually like it more than the original. Um, I, just for the sole fact the the video explanation of like yeah, parts yeah. in it. Um, but that's it. That's that's all I can really say. Fair enough. Doug, what do you? Think? I preferred the original. Fair enough. Although Why? It was more... you like to try 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 and talk Japanese, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I, like like Paul, I didn't watch it with subtitles, but I thought I'd tell you that at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch it with subtitles? No, I didn't. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese. Um, no, I I thought the original was more coherent. They tried to put in too much stuff into a plain and simple story. Like, I don't want explanations or anything. Of course, it could have been much scarier. And if it was, then 
I wouldn't have a criticism. The fact that not much happened was the bad part. But I thought, as a story, you put a couple of jump scares in there and then some fucking ugly makeup, and that would be a very satisfying film that's not bloated like yeah. the remake. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I suppose adding to that, uh, I think in the remake, because it was quite half an hour longer, I think to make it more of an enjoyable watch, they probably should have added some more deaths like halfway through. Uh uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe the girlfriend of the guy saw the video somehow and she ended up dying or something like that. I think they should have added a couple more deaths because from the beginning to the end, there was it seemed just filler. It was just kind of their journey. Um, I mixed, I like bits of both films. Like, I think I prefer the characters of the Japanese one. Although I find the kid more creepy. I like what they did with the kid in the remake. I like his character more because they didn't really use the kid in the original. Yeah. Although the rest of the characters, I felt like there was no like actual progression with them. They kind of stayed the same. Like, yeah. like also earlier, like the girl didn't really help with anything. She just stood there and ran off and like broke things and just. I mean, again, I agree with you, my uh, Smiler. I think I like the way they added more into the video. Like, yeah. like they explained the video a bit more. I mean, if you was to watch one. If I was to recommend one film, I mean, if you're not a person that doesn't like subtitles, then you might as well just watch the American version because it's not too different. Yeah. I mean, the main difference is, is is the volcano instead of the horse ranch. That's the main difference, and the boy is different. Apart from that, they're pretty much the same film. Again, not the greatest film. I wouldn't really call it a horror film. More like a, a thriller, psychological thriller. Yeah, I can't really say much about it. It's just an average yeah. film. Nothing too great. Ooh. And I suppose that leaves us. That's the end of this week. Yeah. What have we got next week? Uh, next week we've got Halloween. Halloween. Which has got a lot of deaths. Yes. <laughs> Completely different to this film. Yes, I think that it should be um yeah, it should be a lot more talking points in that one. Yeah. So obviously it's the original, and then it's the Rob Zombie remake. Yes. Which um both pretty cool in their own right. Yeah. So that would be a good one, that one. Definitely looking forward to that. Right before Halloween as well. I know, right? Conveniently timed. Yeah. <laughs> right, I suppose um time for plug-in uh yeah. yeah same sort of plugs follow us on twitter at underscore lazy hollywood um search for us on itunes search for us on TuneIn. search for us on stitcher you pretty much have no excuse not to find us yeah. when you find us comment rate um share yeah share tell people and it'd be appreciated and we'll give you positive karma <laughs> yes we're doing it and again we're open to suggestions so if you want a film watched or made into a podcast just let us know yeah I suppose that's the end for this week and I'll see you next week take it easy take it easy bye 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 see you later